Welcome back to Folding the Cheese. It's your boy, K Troll, on the mic today, and we are covering the Week 8 preview in the NFL, and I am joined, as always, by the Dory to my Marlin. Oh, oh, sorry! I didn't see you, sir. Are, are you okay? He's gone. he's gone. There, there. No, he's gone. It's all right. He's gone. It'll be okay. No, no, they took him away. I, I have to find the boat. A boat? Hey, I've seen a boat. You have? Uh-huh, and it passed by not too long ago. A white one? Hi, I'm Dory. That's right. We're talking Finding Nemo, folks. Ethan Gelfand, what is happening? Hey, I'm Ethan, and I have a five short-term memory loss. So sorry if I had to ask who you are a few times, but, but you know it happens. <laughs> yes, but okay. I know I know we're talking Finding Nemo, the first one, but I just remember when you see Finding Dory, little baby Dory is probably the best thing in the world. <laughs> it's honestly pretty the cutest. It's it is pretty absurd. amazing. The little baby voice and the uh, the memory loss and all that. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it is really yeah. good. Um, and okay. and honestly, we could be this could be kind of covering both movies, really. You know, like this is sort of like a true paying homage to both. Uh, both fantastic. Well, but in full disclosure, you're on the hot seat for trivia, so I only yes. did it for Finding Nemo. So and that is like, okay. Hey, we did it for Rocky One. That is okay for this <laughs> time around. That is okay. Uh, because okay. I Woo. I knew that I had to specify with you, and I did not specify. Yes. So we're going to stick with Finding Nemo. That's fine. But yes. a lot of the same characters adding in. Of course, Hank, the Septopus, fantastic character, Ed O'Neill. But uh, a lot of the same casting characters in the second one, too. Bailey, the yeah. beluga whale, yes. Destiny, the whale shark. <laughs> I like you're just naming names now. Just but, naming, uh, just okay. name dropping all the characters I know. Uh, so no, so, we were talking. We we're talking before the pod on this one. This this came out in like. Oh, three or something like a pretty long time ago. And I think we were getting into college. Actually, it was my, it was my freshman year in college because my freshman roommate, uh, while we were moving in, his parents were going to go to the theater to watch finding Nemo. And my parents and I were like, what is Let's wrong go. with these people? <laughs> this is super weird. What do you mean? Um, so they went to go see finding Nemo in theaters without my roommate. It was just the two of them. The, these adults. Just the, like, oh, the parents know. just went. Oh, the parents went. No, my roommate was like, "I'm not going to see that. That's a that's a child's movie." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. Uh, so they went to go see Fair. Finding Nemo, and they really enjoyed it. You know what? They really enjoyed it. It's so, a great flick. I am not. It's a great to, flick. I don't know if I. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but so I know we've talked about this before. Like the great part, the only great part about having kids. No, I'm kidding. Like one of the great part about having kids is you have a reason to watch these kids' movies, and you know they really tailor them towards adults now too, which is great. But yeah. okay, so obviously Finding Nemo came out a while ago, and then Finding Dory just came out about five or so years ago. So there's a big gap. And so they also did that with The Incredibles. There's like 14 yeah. years in between yeah. The Incredibles. So, yep. and what's interesting is both of those movies take place right after the first one. So they don't like address the time gap or anything. So, of those two originals and sequels, do you like the original better or the sequels? Do they hold up or did they surpass the original? What do you think? So I'm an Incredibles 2 fan. I'm a pretty big fan of that oh, one specifically. Okay. So from a sequel standpoint, I like that one. I've seen it more too, though. Um, I've only like seen Incredibles better 1, than I one. Think, I think one time. I think I like two better than one, but I've only seen one one wow. time. I've seen two a okay. bunch of times. Finding Dory, Fair. Finding Nemo. Um, it was really unique and and like lovable for the first one. So I, I kind of feel like it's got like a different special place kind of thing you know but yeah finding dora was really good and again of course the new characters and stuff is really good too ed o'neill was was cuddle party i mean come on yeah cuddle party was great (laughs) yeah 
the sea otters. Um, you know, my son's school is the odd. My son and daughter's school is the otters. So that's true. Got some love there. Got no, love. I thought I thought they were both so, really good. And honestly, all four of those movies yeah. are really good. They are. I mean, that's the th- that's the crazy part. Like all four of them are legit. And you would think after a huge layoff, sometimes it would just dump. It's like ah, oh, it's just like a, a cash grab or something like that. But like, no, the stories hold up and the, the quality is good. But honestly, I think I'm going to take the original in both. Uh, original yeah. Incredibles was probably one of my all-time favorites. Like, it's probably like a top ten movie for me as, in general. Uh, yeah, just because the great idea, great concept, great kind of way to look at it. And then for Finding Nemo, I, I just love the whole side. I have it's like split story, but Nemo's in the tank and stuff like that. That crew, like that, that crew is great. And I was kind of bummed sure. to only see them in like the the end credits scene and of Finding the, uh, Dory. But uh, so, yeah, I think we're going with the originals on both. But again, Go they're, both, the they're all great. Yeah, it is rare, though, that you see that many sequels that are good, right? Because so, so many times, right. even in even in Disney World, they'll they'll like I say Disney World, not like the park. But I mean, like the, the world Disney of Disney world. <laughs> yes, the world of Disney. They will screw up a sequel, too. You know, and you're kind of like, yeah, eh, I don't know if that was that great. But um, right. these are these are rock solid, man. Okay, I know we're kind of going on a long tangent here about movies and sequels, but I feel like when we were growing up, like whether it be mid to late 90s, that Disney sequels were straight to video. So be like, you had The Lion yeah. King, awesome, great cinema. And it's like, yes. The Lion King, one and a half, straight to VHS. So I don't, is Awful. that not like a thing anymore? Because there are no just straight to video, especially now with like streaming and everything. Like kind of everyone's kind of going away from the theater. So is it more of just like, Hmm. I don't know. Is it just they kind of give up on that, or now it's like, okay, we kind of have high quality for everything because anyone can get it like that. That's true. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know statistically speaking. I'm not sure. I do oh, remember during good. COVID specifically, there was a bunch of like you could buy it at home kind of thing when it was like, and right. then like then they then they were like released in the theaters, but, just, but then also you could buy it immediately or whatever. Right. I guess I'm just thinking um, of like no, again, I think like, it's really crappy. Ranking, like Lion King one and a half, Aladdin return of Jafar or Aladdin, the Prince of the, like those never made it to theaters. Those were literally specifically designed. Just, just get it on video. It's not great, but your kids, they know the characters. I don't know. I don't so, know why that is. I don't know if they like, they don't want to go through all the fanfare of releasing a new Disney movie kind of thing, which is like, you know, to well, promote it in the box office, not not like really big, especially if you know, it's not any good. Yeah, they're just trying to capitalize on. I don't know. They're just trying to like get it out really quickly, and they're just like, "Hurry, this was a huge hit. Get out a get out a sequel immediately, and just throw it on. Like throw it on VHS. (laughs) They can create a combo pack." I don't even think Robin Williams was in Return of Jafar. But anyway, we digress. Let's jump. That's that's really sad though, because like to me, when you said Incredibles was like a top ten movie, like Lion King for me is far and away the number one Disney movie, and and probably Mm -hmm. a top ten for me of all time movies in general. And it was really sad that the sequels were. Not noteworthy, not interesting, right. especially when you change characters, man. It's like it just changes the whole thing. It does. You had magic. You had lightning in a bottle. You let it go. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, finding Nemo today. Recover finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Got it. We're gonna see if some of these players can find themselves a new team. <laughs> Uh, potentially as well because we're gonna hit about trading block see what i did there but first let's cover around the league got a couple of updates for us here we're still watching the injury reports that's something you just got to do kind of all week so waivers are done you got your pickups for the week at this point you're waiting to hear more information friday saturday before you start making final lineup decisions but um this surprised me i didn't know this happened i didn't get to see as many games i wanted this weekend 
Um, seeing J.K. Dobbins thrown on the IR. So he's mm-hmm. done for four and a half, five weeks. Like I think they've got a bye week in the middle there. So he's going to be gone for right. five weeks from your roster. Um, Gus Edwards is the guy you want in this backfield. Not sure if it's going to be like an explosion, but he's a good runner. He knows the offense very well. They're comfortable with him. I've got some interest in Gus for sure. Right? He had a you? whole year to get ready, get right, because shoot, he missed all last year with his ACL. So I mean, who knows? Wild card, another wild card, another wild card. Uh, Russell Wilson says he's playing this week, so I don't know if the doctors have said he can play this week or not. But he says I'm rolling. Broncos country is right. So. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, he probably just like I got to just show. So you can't have him sit if it's like a minor injury. You ha- he, you're paying him way too much money. You gave up way too many picks. Like the Seahawks are making them look foolish right now. The fact that the Seahawks are first in the NFC West and have all those picks, and the fact that the Broncos are two and five, gave up all those picks and money. Like, anyway, he's has to play. They're like, just go out there. We don't care. Just do the Seahawks and like. Next year, or maybe two or three years, are going to be a complete juggernaut. With they're, they're like loading <laughs> up on all these picks, <laughs> like Kenneth Walker's panning Panthers. out. Yeah, watch out. Kenneth Walker's panning <laughs> out. Like DK Metcalf is a stud. Like you know, they've got yeah. like, Noah Fant is still young. Like they're gonna they're gonna have like a really nice nucleus and a bunch of picks to throw on top of them. They're gonna be right. they're gonna be down uh, again. One more quick one that we that's just kind of coming out is that Ezekiel Elliott, his knee is really banged up. Um, so he is questionable against the Bears. So Tony Pollard, if you've been holding on to him, now is your chance to maybe kind of give him the full workload. Uh, so that's just heads up. Watch out for Have to monitor he may that not be playing against the Bears. Not that he's been like overly effective, but he has at least been yeah, vulturing yeah. from Tony Pollard. So right. it would they be split. nice if only one of these guys were going, you know? Yeah. Um, Amon Ra, this was so annoying. <laughs> Amon Ra was apparently never actually concussed. He was in the protocol for head injury. And I guess that kind of made it so he couldn't come back in, which, I, again, I understand why. It's you take it, be careful, be safe and all that with these players. But, like, annoying. So it doesn't sound like he's really at any risk of missing this game. I think he's already cleared, like, all the, the like, pre-screen, uh, you know, all the barriers. That would be such football. a typical Lions move to accidentally classify his injury as something where he's just not allowed to come back in the game. And then it turns out, nope, that wasn't it. He actually hurt his elbow, but he's fine. But they're like, oh, his head. Like, oh, you just triggered. He cannot come back in the game. So there you go. Yeah, it's like they said he's he like in concussion protocol, thinking that it was just like evaluating for concussion. And Dan Campbell like was thinking about like, oh, when I played, you could get evaluated. You can come right back in. They're like, no, once you evaluate, like you're done. He's like, done. what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is this? Get back in there. So I think he's going to so, be fine to play this week. Uh, long story short, nice. which I'm excited about. Um, Alan Lazard is another big one to watch because Green Bay's got nobody else to throw to, and he's got his arm in a sling. He's didn't practice on Wednesday, shoulder issue. Um, we'll have to see what happens there. Obviously, the trade deadline is coming up. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But they Romeo Dobbs has kind of fallen off a cliff. Um, Christian Watson still not really playing. Um, Aaron Rodgers Brandon selling Palmer's everyone. On IR. Is, everyone should be benched. So he literally is going to have no one else to give it to. Sammy so Watkins, look out. Look out for Sammy Watkins. This is going to be his week. The one week he gets a the year. Only option. Here it is. Yep. Um, so I think that rolls nicely into our next topic of conversation. The trading block is open. The trade yes. deadline is next Tuesday, November 4th. And, uh, or not, not November 4th, November 1st. And um, we got to see what happens here, man. What do you, what do you, there's a bunch of names on this list here. People that have gotten some buzz. Yeah. What are you hearing? What do you think? I mean, 
I mean, it's a lot of receivers. We're looking at Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool, DJ Moore. But the Panthers kind of already said they're not really looking to move DJ Moore at this point. Elijah Moore. Uh, with Elijah Moore, I don't see the Jets moving him. Like, why would you? He's It's his second year. Uh, he's he's going to get some playing time now with the injuries that they're facing. And you're getting him on the cheap right now. There is no incentive for the Jets to move him, especially with the success they're having currently. So I don't, I really don't see Elijah Moore potentially going anywhere because I feel like now he's going to have more opportunity. Uh, Brandon sure. Cooks is definitely the hottest name. They're ready to unload him. I think the best team or the team that should be in the biggest market for a wide receiver, Giants, man. Like, how do you not go after one of these guys? Because they, well, you're six and one. They're doing with the band of misfits six and that you have without a wide receiver. Can you imagine if they actually address a need? Uh, I mean, Daniel Jones is showing, shoot, we may have to pay this guy. So might as well give him a target because they're doing something this year. So I can see a Brandon Cooks to the uh, the Jets, to the Giants. Um, Yeah, I I think that would be the biggest team looking for that wide receiver help. I mean, the Packers, we just mentioned them. They're obviously still, I think Rodgers is still very underwhelmed with what he's got. Um, He's going to be loud about that. Hey, we've got... It sounds like he's he's potentially, I don't know if it's him specifically, but they've been tied to Claypool, which I don't think is like a huge ad personally. Like I'm, I'm not just not flash. like he, he, he can run some deep routes and he can make incredible catches, but he also is a total makes bone, boneheaded plays. Like drop the ball. <laughs> You'll never forget. We'll never forget him like not getting out of bounds last year when he needed to like a couple of or plays like, like celebrating that, like, a first down when the clock is yes. winding down. He's like, celebrating while not it's like get the ball to the ref you know like yeah you're not in college anymore homie so yeah there's i don't know that i'm like totally in love with him i'd rather see brandon cooks go there because i think he'd be kind of like randall cobb but younger and better at this point and that could be pretty cobb. dangerous um right. but yeah that's those are the big names jerry judy that's like a if you've decided that this russell thing was a was like a total f up you're kind of like man can we re- recoup any draft picks here well, um can you, man i just I, I don't, don't think they can do it. Like, are you, I know they're two and five and the season might already be getting away from them, but can you really be a seller after you've just invested so much in this quarterback and you got to keep some pieces around? Once again, Judy's a young guy. It's his third year. Uh, I mean, if anything, I would think they would move like a KJ Hamler just because he hasn't really shown anything, but he has that, that P word, the potential. Um, yeah. But I just, if they trade Jerry Judy, this is the biggest debacle of like the past 20 years, wouldn't you say of big time moves? Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be in a very different vein, but, but similar. I'm not sure anything's a bigger debacle than Cleveland going after Deshaun Watson and having him sit for 11 weeks and spending all the guaranteed money, guaranteed money, you know, all that. It's like, I'm not sure that you'll ever top that really, but yeah, it would be a big one. It would rank up there pretty. I mean, the Russell thing is monumental for sure. So, I don't know. Um, DJ Moore, you're right. Probably not moving. Running back-wise, we've got Kareem Hunt, who mentioned before the season that he wanted to trade. He's been playing anyway. They're doing just fine. But they've got Dearness Johnson as a third running back who's totally serviceable. So they could afford to let Hunt go if they get the right kind of offer. Um, If they can get something better than than that, whatever, James Robinson got like a a sixth conditional, fifth maybe. Um, If they can get like a third or something for Kareem, they might take it and and he would make an immediate impact in a team that needs a running back right now. Um, yeah. I've, I've heard David Montgomery's name is maybe mentioned. I mean, clear Herbert's look really good. Montgomery's ending the, his first contract is a potential. He'd be an upgrade for a lot of teams too. Cam Akers obviously is a name that like 
the Rams are ready to get rid of him. So he'll probably go be a depth piece somewhere else. But those are the names to, to look at. And what's interesting, the only reason yeah. we even really mentioned this is like from a fantasy perspective, the situations could change quite a bit for these guys, you know? Oh, big um, I think you, I think you're definitely most interested in Brandon Cooks, Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, Chase Claypool. Those four names in particular, I think are like likely to move. And if they do, then you're thinking, wow, what if these guys end up being the number one somewhere or, you know, right. the number two on, well, a, on a better offense or whatever. Right. Well, and that's what I was thinking before they got James Robinson. I was wondering if the Jets were going to go out to Kareem Hunt. I think that would be a great compliment for them, but I mean, I yeah. guess they got their guy for a good, I mean, that's a great price for James Robinson, a six rounder. So that's, that's pretty hard to pass up, but Kareem yeah. Hunt could be a difference maker for a, a contender down the line. So he would be the one to watch. I know that's your guy. You're really high on him and he's still been performing. So it would be interesting to see. He could, as you said, take the load. Be interesting to see him go back to uh, Kansas City. <laughs> It'd be kind of wild. Well, they, got they got Panchero. They got Isaiah Panchero. You have Ranchero. If they ended up somehow finding a way to get him back in Kansas City, that would be kind of wild. I'm I'm pretty sure they they would never do that. They can't bring him back. <laughs> but no. um, anyway, that's that's true. I mean, there's also a little bit of baggage. Like he's a couple years removed from it at this point, but right, it's a little bit of a PR hit. Um, you anyway. served your time in. Cleveland. <laughs> he did, he did go to Cleveland, which not dissimilar from prison. the penitentiary system. Yes. Can we please okay. show the uh, Cleveland tourism video? <laughs> Everybody, Cleveland today. Remember that one? Yeah, come to Cleveland. The Cleveland town. Take a look at of, uh, all of our buildings. Remember that one? They're all de- decrepit and dilapidated. I just think of. Uh, you might take Drew. a look at this guy. Why the hell He's happy he to live here. Pay phone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. Buy some food that's prepared near the street. Who knows, you might even see this guy. I think of uh, Drew Carey and Cleveland Rocks and just naming all you the different cities around Ohio. <laughs> All right, let's get oh, to doctor. an update on pigskin pick'em, shall we? Yes, let's do it. So, so give me my screen. I was actually screen. Pull up my screen. Yes, pull up your screen. So, let's do this update. So, as you know, Kemper was not here last week, so we had Kyle doing his picks live. So, we put the challenge out to make sure Kemper was not listening in, and he did his own picks and didn't just copy <laughs> ours. So and clearly, we, I we know he did. The reason why we already know he did is as soon as Thursday night was done, he's like, well, 0 for 1 because <laughs> he picked the Saints. Um, so, yeah, last week, Leslie and I had a tie for first, Dirty Jalapeno. So uh, we both got 10 picks correct while Kyle and Kemper both got eight. So Leslie jumped over Kyle because of that two-point discrepancy, and I have pulled one game ever closer. So it's crazy. It's super tight. Kemper's still in the lead, uh, but there's only a three-game difference between first and last. So it's pretty cool. We're all getting up there, and uh, it's getting tight, just what we want. It's back, it's we back to be anybody's ball game. This is not where I like to be. I was up by like six points or something earlier, and I was thinking, okay, yeah. just be conservative, make some good, good, solid, logical picks, and ride this thing out. Now I'm like, oh, boy, and I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm starting to think like, oh, am I cute? I'm going to have to pick. Oh God, I'm gonna have to take the Bucks to beat everybody. And like I know they're not gonna win a bunch of games. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen. We will see. We will see yes. what plays out for the strategy. And um, before you even say anything, I'm gonna go ahead and put you on the hot seat first. Speaking of the Bucks, Thursday yeah. night football, the Ravens are traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Bucks. Who you got? Ah man, this is a 
Tough one. Um, a lot because a report just came out that the Bucks are going to be without four uh, players. They're going to put a couple offensive linemen. Russell Gage obviously is hurt, but you know he's not a big difference maker at this point. As we talked about, Brady is not looking good. But at the same time, the Ravens are such a weird team because in the first half, Lamar Jackson is looking like an MVP candidate. Then he's obviously dropped off a little bit, and they can't close games. You know, they show these screenshots of the leads they've had and the time and how they've lost these games. So this is ugh. I don't know. Uh, everyone seems to be high on Baltimore in the world, but I'm going to give Brady one more game. There's no way he can lose three in a row. So I got to give it to TB at TB. Famous so last I'm, I'm words. Going Bucks. Only because the rape, I've, whenever I pick the Ravens, they don't win. Of course, whenever I pick against them, they win. So something's got to give. Let's go Bucks. <laughs> Let's go Bucks. Yeah. This is actually a really tough game to pick for all the reasons you said. Honestly, for me, I would I would have gone jumping all over the Ravens on this one, but Bateman is banged up again during practice this week. Again. So he's like I don't know if he's like questionable necessarily, but he's sitting out a day. Um it's a newer injury, uh, maybe a re-injury, but I want to see how that plays out. Mark Andrews is actually a little banged up as well, so keep an eye on that one. If he can't go for any reason, Isaiah likely is a rookie who has shown a lot of promise as well. That's the next guy. Quick stalling. Um, who you got? They're not they're not totally healthy, but neither is Tampa Bay. And they've got, you know, Winfield is also hurt in the secondary, which is a, a big loss for them. So, mm-hmm. like, again, if I knew that Bateman and Andrews were fully healthy, I would go Ravens on this. I'm not kidding. But I'm with you. I'm going to have to go with the Bucks for now, but I feel pretty gross taking them, honestly. <laughs> I don't have any faith gross. at all. I don't have any faith okay. in this no, it's a it's literally anybody's game uh all right so now we got the russell wilson led broncos going to jacksonville both teams struggling both two and five but what's going to happen going to london actually where the jags are basically a home team london loves the jags they they are there all the time they are there a lot and um i'm taking the jags man i got no faith in the broncos we talk about having faith in teams no faith in the broncos I like the Jags. I like ATN, what he's doing. The Broncos have got the better defense here, which could probably bite me, could burn me here. But, I, man, I just don't have any faith in Wilson and this offense to get going. Um, I don't know. I'm going Jags. And this is where I'm going to get cute because I kind of want to go Jags, but I'm not going to because kind of like the same thing with Tom. Like he, Tom's not going to be losing three games. Russell cannot be this bad. Like He is this he bad is. so far. This whole he year is. he's been this bad. I know, which is just weird, though, to see like such a falling off a cliff. So I don't know. I'm getting cute. I'm just going Denver. Okay. Getting cute. You're so cute. All right. How about the Panthers travel to to take on the Falcons? How about this one? Good luck. Oh, my God. I mean, who would have thought the Panthers? win last week in like pretty dominating fashion like the defense was spectacular and brian burns again brian burns were two first round picks and the falcons have obviously taken a step, couple setbacks i mean mario just throwing the ball five times a game uh the running <laughs> games kind of stalled a little bit jeez man and the falcons are you know from last season they were my squad oh god Ugh. I just got to go with my squad. I don't like Carolina. I'm going my squad. Falcon up. <laughs> Rise up, Falcons. Rise up, they say, in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is gross. This is really gross. I don't want to pick either. There's several games like this every week where it's kind of like skip. Yeah. <laughs> it's just skip. skip. 
Um, there's something going on with PJ Walker, man. He wins games, even though he's not that great. He wins games. So I got to give him credit for that. Uh, I got to think last week that Falcons, who had been pesky all year, got completely yeah. curb stomped. I think that's more the anomaly. And I don't think the Panthers have the same offensive firepower that the Bengals do, certainly. So I'm going to take the Falcons at home. We'll see what happens, though. I mean, not going to stun me. I'm a little surprised at 80% Falcons. I mean, there's no yeah, reason right. to really believe in them. No. All right, now we got the shocking Bears. Your boys finally kind of showing up against the Patriots at on the road. And now they're going to Dallas, who struggled in the first half against the Lions. Like, Dak didn't look good. The defense was solid. But the Detroit Lions were holding them in check, man. So what, who you got? Yeah, man, I got to tell you, I'm again, I'm like, I get why everyone thinks the Cowboys will just roll in this one. But you saw what the Bears just did, man. I mean, they're not. Their it's defense has been college. good all year. They've been hanging in games. They've won a few. Obviously, they've got three wins and like nothing to shake a stick at. I am very <laughs> hesitantly taking Dallas at home, but I'm going to go low scoring under whatever the number is. Okay. It's probably like 38 to 40, and I would say under. Yeah, going 38 to 40 points. I, I too, am going with the, uh, the, the, the boys. I think, you know, it's Dak's first game back. Kind of he's got to get back into the rhythm of things and i think he will uh so i'm going dallas all right dolphins heading up to detroit taking on the lions who you got lions no i'm done with the lions for now until they can show me something else until they get i'm done i'm going miami they can't hold on to the ball if i don't know my dolphins yeah miami two is back this team was only gonna get healthier they've got a lot more firepower right now what's going on with deandre swift is he ever gonna play again or is he just no. If he's just like, nah, at this point, why year. would you? At this point, why would you him. play him? But I wouldn't blame him for sitting down. Jeez. All right. Now we got the Cardinals traveling to Minnesota, who was off last week. Uh, so they're getting rested and ready for these cards. So what's going to happen? Yeah. Cardinals looked a lot better with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that just kind yeah. of opens things up in the offense. Another missing Hollywood. Robbie Anderson's got another week to get acclimated to the offense. That's a good thing. Uh, Rondale can go back to the slot where he performs best. And they've got Zach Ertz, too. So you got four good receiving options there. Eno Benjamin looked really good for them. If he's going to get the start again or at least split time, they've got some better options in the backfield now. Uh, Minnesota, I think for me, it's home and coming off the bye. I think for me, I'm going to take Minnesota. But um, this, this should be a pretty close one. I'm surprised 83% went the Vikings on this one. I mean, I get the record is 5-1, and one, but they haven't been like overly, overly impressive. They're no. kind of like a one-trick hey. pony with Jefferson. He's, he's right. a hell of a pony to have, but... I don't know. I don't I don't feel that confident in them. Right. It's not like they've been blowing people out. They've beaten some solid teams. They've hung in games and, you know, they're just winning, which is, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you need. Uh, And the Cardinals did look better. You know, they still struggled a little bit against the Saints. They didn't look unbeatable. They let them come back a little bit towards the end. And and again, that was against a banged up Saints team offensively and defensively. So. I still think they're going to have a little bit of growing pains getting DeAndre back. Don't get me wrong. I hope they keep feeding that man because that, why wouldn't you? Uh, but I still just think Minnesota's looking a very complete team in the sense that the defense is holding. The offense is, I mean, once you got JJ, that's basically all you need. Dalvin Cook hasn't exploded yet. So I think that's still to come. So I'm, I'm going to go with Mini here. Yeah. Could be a good game. All right. We got the Raiders yeah. heading to New Orleans. Two, the two best dressed fan bases i would say out there true this is gonna be yes. like and it's, and it's like right before halloween too right i mean this is perfect this is perfect timing. <laughs> ideal uh so yeah i know it's your 
your toughest place to play in New Orleans. But again, they're still banged up. I don't. I haven't seen the latest injury report, but I, but the Raiders are kind of finally showing what they're capable of. Josh Jacobs is looking like the best running back in the game right now, and he's been on a hot streak, and and I can can see that continuing. Uh, so I'm I just like what I'm seeing offensively. They had a good solid game against the Texans, and I think they can keep that rolling in New Orleans, who's just limping around. And uh, so I'm going Vegas. They are limping around. I don't know what's going on uh, injury wise either. Like it's it's always it's questionable every week. And like you could have none right. of your receivers. You could have one. You could have all of them. I don't know. Jameis Winston's like healthy enough to play, but isn't getting the start now. But and... like he was third on the depth chart on Thursday. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it is weird. And um, you don't get updates on the defense in fantasy, so it's hard to know. Like right. oh shoot, they've got four defensive players out. Like it's, you have to really kind of search for it. And I didn't do that, um, frankly. So. Um, I still like New Orleans at home and again, across the country, this is going to sound crazy. Biggest concern for me, biggest concern for me is, is that it's so close to Halloween. They go nuts in New Orleans for Halloween. No joke. This place will be wild. The players are going to be hung over. I don't know if they're going to be playing well. They're going to have some like varsity blues after Miss Davis. I think that liquor's still in my system and I cannot concentrate because I keep seeing Miss Davis fat. In my face, bouncing in. Look, I'm hung over two, all right? We're going to suck it up. We're going to put one in the end zone. All right, 495, curl on one. All right, 495, curl on one. Eyes up. Ready, ready. Just click. I'm it. hesitantly picking the Saints. Uh, like uh, the Raiders might get into some trouble if they go down there Saturday night, though, too. So it could hit. It could hit both teams equally. But uh, I'm telling you, man, we were there. We were in New Orleans last year, the week before Halloween, and they do like a week before Halloween parade that's out of control. We didn't know that. We showed up, and people were like walking in costumes. We're like, dude, Halloween's not for another week. And they're like, oh man, no, 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 it's a big deal here. It's uh, no, it's the pre-Halloween started. thing. <laughs> It's big. Wow. So Bourbon Street's going to be wild. I'll just say that. Okay. Okay. I wish it was Fair. a night game. <laughs> I wish it was a night game. Contingency. If it's a night game, 100% New Orleans. If they, if they flex it to a night game on Monday night, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we got the disappointing Patriots heading to the overachieving Jets. What's going to happen to this one? Yeah, kind of surprising. What are you hearing about Zappy versus Mac Jones? That there's a true issue. That he truly has a quarterback controversy that is gross and yeah it's kind of you know the big news is will mac jones be a patriot next season you go from like your franchise potentially guy last year has a great rookie year almost offensive rookie of the year to now falling so far out of graces that bailey zappy is going to be your guy so yeah he's got a decision on his hands and it's not a pleasant one to make well, now you got to think about confidence and, and a young quarterback to have that kind of question in his head all the time. If I make one mistake, yeah. I could get yanked. What's that do to like how aggressively you throw the ball? He's going to start throwing these three yard passes. I mean, what do you have? Like, he was like three of five for like one yard or something passing. It was crazy. Three of, three of six for 13 in a pick, but okay. he only got at one point. Days. I think he, I think he might have been like, I think he might have been three or four or something um for like a yard i mean for the first like three passes i went to running backs i think so anyway right that's a long story to say i'm gonna go with the jets they just got things figured out a little bit better the Brees hall injury is a big loss and so that that does give me some hesitancy the patriots do know how to scheme a defense but um i don't know i 
Not, not against Chicago. I'll tell you that. But I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this though. Hang on though. If Bailey Zappi starts, I'm going with the Patriots. No, don't give me any of these contingencies. You make the decision right now based on the information you have. Give me the Pats. Patriots. Give me the Pats. Uh, I'm going with the Jets. Uh, you know, at first it was kind of like maybe they're flashing the pan or they just, but they put together some good wins and maybe they starting to say, hey, we are actually semi-legit and they're doing it with Zach Wilson. Granted, he's not putting up huge numbers, but he hasn't had to. So yes, the Brees Hall is a big injury, but they're also doing it with defense. They're shutting people down. I think they were circling these Patriots games just because how much the Patriots were kind of embarrassing them last year with the points they put up. So I know that's kind of on their minds too. This is a statement game. This is something they just say, hey, we're over our demons. So I think this is a game they're going to do it. So I'm going Jets. Yeah, I think I think the Patriots are going to name Zappy the starter. He's going to come out not having to worry about Mac Jones. He's going to light it up. Zach Wilson's going to be seeing ghosts. He's going to be talking to Sam Darnold after this game. Remember the last time you picked against the Patriots and I picked the Patriots? I do. I do. All right. Remember the time I this picked is the uh, Pennsylvania Bowl. The Steelers traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles. Civil War. Uh, yeah, this is kind of, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles here. Coming off a bye week, Steelers <laughs> yeah. are strong. I mean, I know it's just rookie woes. Pickett's thrown two touchdowns to seven interceptions, uh, turned the ball over. I know a lot are kind of towards end of games where he's really got to, you know, make something happen. So uh, until the Eagles can prove me wrong, I'm going with them. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Pickett's looked okay. It, granted, yeah, you're right. He's got a bunch of bad stats. He's... He's turned the ball over some, but I mean, this is a rookie quarterback and he had two of the toughest defenses to play in his first two weeks. So um, he's shown enough. He can get the ball down the field enough. He's throwing for 250 each game, which I like to see. At least he's pushing the ball down the field. Um, I think George Pickens is stud. But yeah, the Eagles, especially coming off a bye, like I'm ready to see this team keep rolling. Yeah. Okay. So now we got your division, man. The Titans, Texans tighten up question mark. Tighten up question mark. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tannehill is still somewhat questionable, and they need him to play to keep this offense rolling because he keeps the play action in play. Uh, Malik Willis is a runner, and so that's exciting. If he if he does need to come in, he's a runner, but he's not a great passer yet. He needs a lot of work on that, um, and I'm not sure how well he knows the offense and all that either. I'm going to take the Titans here because tighten up, baby, but um, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it is. Again, the Texans are hanging around, and uh, but maybe Brandon Cooks won't be there. So they're just going to be That'd down be nice. But yeah, I too am going with the Titans. Um, you know, they're grinding out. They're getting it done. And you still got Derrick Henry. And I think he's going to have a big game because they're going to need him to. So Titans. That's what he does. All right, the Commanders with Nathan Favre himself, Taylor Haneke, taking on Sam Ellinger, Nathan Favre Jr. for the Colts. <laughs> This is exciting. I yeah. can't wait to watch this one. Well, what was supposed to be a revenge game for Carson Wentz, he's not even there. Not even the guy that replaced him in India is there. Like, this is a weird matchup. I mean, yikes. Who would have seen this coming? But, huh, yeah, so you kind of know what Heineke can do. Man, this is – man, I don't. this is tough just because – Obviously, the biggest question mark is Ellinger and what he can do on the field. We haven't seen anything of him. He's never thrown an NFL pass going against the Taylor Heineke, who's just playing with house money. And, you know, he's the definition of the wild card. You know, you know, the reference I'm making from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie work. He's just like, wild card, wild card. When they were like buying their own gas and packaging their own gas and like big bats. Anyway, 
Now, Frank, when we get back to the bar, you waterboard the out of Bruce and get a confession. No problem. Now, Dennis, you take that confession to the police, use your charm and good looks, and get that reward money. Done and done. Okay, Dee, you continue to be useless. Charlie and I will use that reward money to pay off our electricity bill. Then we'll probably buy some more gasoline, because I feel like that's a great plan. No, I'm saying, no, the brakes. Guys, why aren't the brakes working? Because I cut the brakes! Wild car, bitches! Yeah! What? Oh, what? Uh, you know I what? I just think Indianapolis is too talented. They made a change for a reason. Granted, I, as I'm reading about it, it's a lot because of the deal with Matt Ryan's contract and incentives and if he plays next year versus if he gets hurt, how much money they owe him. So I, I'm going to go with the Colts. Just because you still have some of the more talented players on that team. You got Jonathan Taylor, you got Michael Pittman, and they still got a solid defense. I'm going Indy. I do like their defense. It's probably the difference maker here. Um, Ellinger can run the ball, man. I'm telling you, like, he did play in the preseason, obviously. I went back and looked at his preseason stats last night just to kind of see. I was honestly, I was trying to figure out if he had a favorite target, you know, because a lot of times when the backup comes in, you've got like another receiver is taking over. I wanted to see if Paris Campbell was getting any love from him. I don't even think they played together. So, um, El- but Ellinger was like nine of 10, 10 of 11, and like nine of 11 or something like the three preseason games. It's preseason, you know, but still pretty accurate. Um, and he ran like a 40 yard touchdown. <laughs> I mean, like the guy gets loose. He's not like Lamar Jackson by any stretch. He's very stocky, but um, he breaks loose, man. And he-, he cuts up the middle of the field. It's not like he's taking these jet sweeps out wide and burning people. He just finds a seam and goes. It's kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. I've got a lot more faith, weirdly, in Heineke. Heineke actually wins games, dude. He's a gamer. These guys are it both does. gamers. That's why I'm excited about this one because I think they have a similar style of play. I think they'll be gunslinging it. Um, I agree with you. There's a little more talent on the offensive side for the Colts, uh, although Washington's got some nice pieces too. Defensively, the Colts, and at home, I like that. Ellinger's a question mark. Oh, I don't know where to go here. I'm going to go with Heineke for now. I might okay. regret it. Go I got faith in Ellinger, but I'm, I'm going to go with Heineke for now. All right. How about the, how about the Niners traveling to take on the Rams in LA? Yeah. So obviously the Rams coming off their bye and the Niners coming off a butt whooping by the chiefs. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to be a home game for San Francisco. As we've always learned going to LA uh, Niners yeah. have the Rams number, man. I can't, what is it? Like they've won six in a row, seven, eight in a row against the Rams, which is kind of, unheard of they already won the first matchup this season so there's something off about this rams team and i know they're coming off the bye to maybe get healthier or get things right but niners just have their number so i'm gonna stick with the niners i know they had that you know that bring them back down to earth after the after the chiefs but that defense is too good that was a an anomaly and when an offensive like the rams is not running smoothly that defense is going to take advantage and christian mccaffrey is just going to get more acclimated to that offense so i'm going niners yeah, I like McCaffrey here for sure. The Rams have got the number one rush defense fantasy-wise, so we'll see how McCaffrey does there. But he he's pretty defense-proof. Like, it doesn't really matter. Matchups don't really matter to him. Um, the Niners' defense is going to come back angry. And what better opponent than Matthew Stafford, Mister Mister Interception himself? I'm going Niners on this one too. Let's go. Okay. So here's an interesting one that we thought was going to be a stinker at the beginning of the year, but now the six and one giants traveling to four and three Seattle in the 12th man, man, who is going to come out on top? This is a really tough pick. Cause these teams to me are very, right. very similar. They're very similar. They are pesky. They are overachieving dangerous. They've got great running games, uh, quarterbacks that 
that have dual threat capability that are overachieving. Um, you know, CFs have got great receivers. The Giants don't. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm going to lean with the Seahawks on this one at home. I, sh- I really regretted not taking them last week. I should have, yeah. and they, they won. And I was like, dang it. I meant I really wanted to take them to take the Chargers down, but I couldn't pull my, bring myself to do it. So Can this week, it. I'm going with Geno. Let's go. Yeah, uh, the Seahawks have made me a somewhat believer. And um, so I, I, too, am going with the Seahawks, mainly also because the Giants games are so close. Granted, they're, they're grinding out these wins, but it's going to eventually catch up with them. they got to play a complete game. When you still don't have that number one receiver, it, it's still scary. And I know Saquon keeps going over 100, but, man, is he having to work for it? I'm going to start worrying about his workload. But Seattle still has some great pieces. Geno's playing, again, with house money. I'm going Seattle at home. Yeah, kind of wild. How about Green Bay traveling to Buffalo? We thought this could have been a Super Bowl preview last year and this year, not so much. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, again, coming off the bye. Packers look hapless on offense. I'm going Bills. Yeah, this is a prime spot for an upset. But, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bills as well. Uh, too yeah. too hard to pick against them right now for any reason. But, yeah, that's one where you you put 10 bucks on the money line for Green Bay and then you're stoked whenever that hits. <laughs> True. All right. All right. How about the Bengals and Browns, right? Uh, No, Uh, you go first this time, my friend. So we got the (laughs) Bengals going to Cleveland, the battle for Ohio. Who is going to get it? The great state of Ohio. Um, Man, I'm hopeful, cautiously optimistic that last week was the Bengals rounding back into form. I'm going Bengals in this one. Offensive firepower. We've said it before. The defense is solid. Um, Browns stumbling a little bit. Um, started out a little better than we thought they would, and now they look about like we thought they would. So I'm going to yeah. go with the Bengals on this one. Yep, Browns uh, surprised people early, saying, hey, maybe we're actually good. No, they're not. The defense has definitely struggled. Uh, they're the bottom half of the league in, in overall defense, and with the Bengals offense that was so on fire last week, you kind of get nervous for that. So I, too, am going Bengals on the road. That's the Bengals team that we know and hopefully will love and one that's here to stay because they're just fun to watch and they got some of the most exciting players in the league. So I'm going Bengals. Yep. All right. Tiebreak score. You get to go first. Tiebreaker. All right. Well, I'm going to put it full screen to make it go first. So we know there's no, I'm not typing. Anyway, I'm going 46 points. Yeah. I was going to go, I was going to go 48 myself. So we both like a high score on this one. Uh, Yeah. I'm going, I'm going with, what did I think it was? 31, 17. 31-17. 31-17. Okay. I'm not giving you an, I'm not getting a score. Just 46 points. Boom. Bengals beat down. All right. So there we have it. So we've got, you know, quite a few different picks here, I think, which is good. Good for the people, yeah. certainly. Good for the pool. Good to see what happens. Tiebreaker. Could come down to the tiebreaker. I'm excited about that. Let's go for a shootout. I think I feel like last week was the first week where we weren't like spot on with the tiebreaker. We weren't far by any means. I think it was like seven or eight points, but for the most part, you and I have been between the two of us, we've been like two, maybe three points max. So it's pretty funny. We've been close. That's I've true. Close. We've been close a lot. So, But uh, you we'll know see. what it's time for now? Do you? It's the time for Finding Nemo Trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Wait, I think I've got a banner for this. Hang on. Ooh. Trivia time. Hey-o, trivia time. That's right. You are on the hot seat. Last time Kyle was on the hot seat, did all right, considering it was the newsroom and uh, that he hadn't seen a little bit. When I was trying to get like ideas for for trivia for him last time, I was like, all right, what are some like movies you've seen lately? He's like, 
the last movie I've seen was American Sniper. I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> American <laughs> Sniper? That's so, been a hot uh, minute. Great movie. Yeah, it's been granted, a hot minute. Granted, he said it's a great movie, uh, but he said he had rewatched it like last month. So I was like, Oh, oh okay. okay. So, like, what about the theaters? He's like, American Sniper. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> actually, I understand that. I, I haven't seen a movie in the theaters. It wasn't uh the life of super pets or whatever i haven't seen movies other than those in a while at league of super pets Come on. anyway league of super we're not pets. here for league yeah. of super pets yeah. we're not here for american sniper we're here for nope. finding nemo finding nemo are, let's go are you ready question can, number one question question can i phone a friend and pull one of my kids up here if needed yes you may we'll see okay ready what Ready. was the name? Ahead. What was the name of the shark that went berserk? Uh, berserk meaning fish like, are friends. He got the blood. Like Dory, Dory smashed her nose and got a little blood in the water. You know. Oh, Bruce! Bruce! Fish I are friends. <laughs> Not food. Well, you lead right into my second question. What was the mantra of the shark group? Fish are friends, not food. Yes, there you go. Two for two right off the bat. You yes. are to my question. Two for two. Right then. The meeting has officially come to order. Let us all say the pledge. I now am a shark, not a mindless eating machine. If I am to change this image, I must first change myself. Fish are friends, not food. Okay. All right. What? If I can read my own writing. Oh yeah. What was the name of the? Uh, what was the name the fish in the tank gave to Nemo? Like, what was his code name? Uh, shark bait. Shark. Shark bait. Shark bait. <laughs> yep. I love that. I love that initiation process. Go through the ring of fire. <laughs> that, that was awesome. That was awesome. Ring of fire. Those guys, uh, uh, they needed more play. To your point, they didn't get any action in the uh, in the sequel. They were good. That's what I'm saying. They were in the bags. But I do like how in the bags, uh, oh, in the sequel, only one of the bags, this is not a trivia question, one of the bags is clean. Which one? <laughs> do you remember? So, you know, obviously they've been in those plastic bags since the events of the first movie. Uh, Jacques, his bag has no, uh, like, plankton or any green stuff because he's always the one who cleans. He is clean. Oh, Jacques. Jacques, the yellow fish. Yeah. Yellow, yeah. or what was like, anyway, not a, official questions. So you're off the hook. Okay. All right. Okay. What was this? Okay. This could be a little tough, but I, I have faith in you. What was the street that the dentist was on? And the reason you know this is because We're on the goggles. Dory and, yep. They find the goggles. Okay. What was the street? P. Sherman. Oh my God, it's yes. so crazy. You remember something like this? P. Sherman, forty-two right. Wallaby Way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I even took out the four. I'm like, I'm not gonna ask him for like the house number. If he can just get the street, I'll be impressed. I forget the same though. Me. Like if you know the street, you know the whole thing, right? Yeah, because they repeat it. So P. Sherman, forty-two Wallaby Lane. P. Sherman, forty-two. Yes, Wallaby Lane. You did it. All right. Yeah. Last one, and this is the layup. I gave you the layup at the end. What is the name of Nemo's teacher? Mr. Ray. Mr. Let's go. Ray. Let's go. 
He's got Finding Nemo knowledge. Let's go. Crushed it. So you do not have short-term memory loss. Well, you might. It just made it into your long-term memory. Yeah. So that's why you oh, got I all of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely do. I definitely do. I don't well done, man. What are we supposed to be talking about today? How do we remember? <laughs> Where are we? Where's my so where's my uh five for we five. go? We oh, can't go back on the banner. Crushed it. Okay, Crushed so it. let's do uh let's get an update on so one of the other things Kyle filled in for me on was the run your pool fantasy draft that we've been doing where you can only use a player once. You have to fill out a whole lineup yes. each week. Uh we're starting already to get to some slim pickings. We're about midway through the season, <laughs> not even. And um, so yeah. This is going to be interesting. Um, we got to get our week week eight uh, lineups in here, but I will say an update from last week. Kyle kind yeah. of screwed me a little bit. Kyle got me under a hundred points with the lineup that he set he for did. me. I was a man of honor. I did not go in and change any of the picks. I didn't love did a few of them, um, but <laughs> he did okay. I only lost by fourteen points last week. So uh, yeah. you have narrowed the lead all the way down to thirty-five yeah. points. Getting closer, Getting inching closer. Inching ever so much closer. Yeah, you kind of got a dud from Leonard Fournette. Uh, but I mean, who saw that coming? You got a huge performance out of Aaron Jones, so you should be thanking him for that one. True. That uh, was a good Aaron Jones play. Know- I just I, I wanted to use Fournette, but I like he's been bad the last couple weeks. I'm like, let's wait until they get let's Back wait until they get things going, get it fixed, you know. So we kind of got a yeah. little premature on that one, but that's okay. Uh, so I, I went like I went Raven, I went Ravens heavy, and it did not pay out. No. <laughs> uh, Lamar no. dud. Mark Andrews, 0.4 points. So I was so happy Justin Tucker that. saved me. Justin Tucker got me 11 points, so I'll take that. That's uh, solid. So yes, I was able to catch back up a little bit, narrowed it down to, as we said, 30-ish points by my 14-point margin. So are you ready to announce our teams this week? I'm ready to announce this week, and I have a feeling we're going to have a couple of similar picks here, um, similar to going Ravens heavy. I went heavy on one team as well this week. <laughs> Probably the same right. as you, judging by your face. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Quarterback. I don't think I did. No? Okay. At quarterback, I'm rolling with Tua. Let's go, Tua. Ooh. All right, Tua. I'm rolling with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Watch Daniel out. Daniel Jones locker. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Hey, had a great last week. I think he missed his boom week, but maybe he's maybe he figured something out there. Yep. I don't think you'll get 100 yards rushing out of him again, but you might. Who knows? <laughs> Hey, against the Seahawks, anything's possible. They've been getting them true. up a lot of points. That is true. So of the Lions, which is why I'm also going with Raheem Mostert. Okay, double and dipping on the on the Dolphins. Let's heavy. go. Going heavy on the Dolphins. I am going with the man who seems unstoppable right now. One Josh Jacobs. My gosh. Yeah, boy, I thought about him. I don't. I don't absolutely love the matchup, so I'd like to wait on him. But I mean, I just he's, figure he's, pretty he's a wild card. I don't know if he can keep this up get him always hot <laughs> that's true that's a good point i'm just worried about him going out on bourbon street halloween night that's all you know not sure if he's gonna make it <laughs> all right uh on the other side of the ball i'm taking alvin camara from the saints oh, okay. Come on. uh with the recent news about ezekiel elliott not being fully healthy i'm going with tony pollard because i figure it's getting getting thin on running back this is probably his play right now could be a good play uh, and if zeke doesn't play at all then that's gonna be huge for you that'll be really good Okay, my wide receiver one. I told you I'm going heavy on the Dolphins. Tyreek, rolling him out. Let's go. Let's All go. Right. Coming out. Uh, going with the guy who played the Lions last week. Didn't do much. CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Yeah, well, I hope he does better this week. We'll see. Yep. Um, 
Number two, wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. I thought about him. Cardinals. I, thought about I know him you in. wanted him because you won a big week. So this is going to be this is going to hurt whenever he, whenever he goes off. Yes, it is going to hurt. Uh, I went with the guy who's been hot as well. One Jamar Chase. Told you it's going heavy. Uh, no, going yeah, heavy. I don't. I don't have Jamar anymore. I would have loved to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, tight end. I'm going with your boy Pat Fryermuth. I yeah, he was good last week. We like, again, he got literally half his points in the final three minutes, and I'm watching it like, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't care. I don't uh, care. Like nine targets. Right. I'm going with Greg Dolchich. Watch out. Solid play. I like it, man. Solid play. Okay, I am flexing another one of yo boys. Joe Mixon, let's go. <laughs> Look Get at you swatting that. him out of there. Man, the Cleveland, here, the Cleveland run defense has been pretty brutal this year. So it look out for been, Joe. Joe. Bengals looking like they're mm-hmm. rounding into form. Three touchdowns for Joe this week. Up to Jamar. Throw it up to Jamar. Uh, I'm going with the forgotten man, Adam Thalen. <laughs> Adam Thalen, right. he's still alive. I thought he died of natural causes. Watch out. He's going to come and give me six points. Be careful. Okay. Okay. All right, kicker, I'm going Graham Gano. You talk about the Seahawks giving Ooh. up a lot of points. They're going to be giving up a lot to the kicker. I'm going with Greg Zerline. I'm giving to the Jets, man. Just okay. watch out. They're going to be putting up some points. You, so you think. We'll see. Might be another donut for the, uh, the Patriots defense. Possible. We'll see. Wow, okay. And my defense this week, um, although I picked against them, I'm going with the Colts. Pick six against Heineke. He's going to find a way to win in the end, but he's going to let him score a touchdown. He's going to let him score. Okay. And then I'm going with the Eggles just because coming off the bye, who are they playing? Get out of here. Eggles. Yeah. Yeah. That's big time. Um, they just signed, uh, or they just traded, I think, for uh, Robert Quinn from the Bears as well. So Ooh. I don't know if he'll be able to play this week or not, but that's a huge, huge acquisition for them. All right. Interesting. So they have big it. time. Right. So I've got Tua, Raheem Mostert, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins. Pat Fryermuth, Joe Mixon, Graham Gano, and the Colts. Oof, that was that was a handful. That's, a, that's a, a big heavy lineup, isn't it? That is a heavy lineup as well. Well, I've got Daniel Jones, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Jamar Chase, Greg Dolchitz, Greg Zerline, Adam Thalen, and the Eagles defense. Oh yeah. Okay, man. Watch I think out. I'm gonna crush this week. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. All right. Good. Good. Well, as I we might talk, have, I might about... have multiple, multiple players having three touchdowns. Just gonna throw that out there. Oh, wow. Maybe that should be the do a bet. Who has more three touchdown performers? Uh, but no, that is not what we're doing for our do a bet this week. Nope. We've kind of been talking about it. It's kind of the big news of the NFL season right now is there are big time quarterbacks struggling right, right now. Like We're talking big names, all time greats, and they are just. <clears throat> so we have narrowed it down to Quattro narrowed it down. That's a lot. That's a big number. OK, so between Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Kemper and I are going to draft two of them each, and we'll see who is going to have. Should we do who's going to have the better week or who's going to have the worst week? That might be a better bet. No, no we're I going to do know. who's going to yeah. have the better week. We're doing I don't who's know. I'll tell you week. after it's over which one I'd prefer. Right. All right. We've got the wonderful wheel of names. You are in blue, and I'm in red. Bam. Da, 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 da. Oh man, it's coming right down oh, to the wire. It's gonna be you. 
It's me. I have the first overall pick. So I get first. It's been a while since I've had the first pick. Yeah. Okay. So I got Tommy in Tampa going against Baltimore. Stafford going against the Niners. Who's uh, Aaron? Oh, Aaron Rodgers against. I got to go, Tommy. Tommy touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> Rodgers versus the Bills. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, second pick in here, I'm definitely taking Russell Wilson, which sounds atrocious, but <laughs> the Jags are the least formidable defense remaining. And then now yeah. I'm really stuck because I got Stafford versus the Niners or Rodgers versus the Bills. And I don't feel good about either of those. Both teams. Yeah. I guess the Bills coming off of, of, of a bye. <laughs> I, flip that coin man flip that coin dude i hate this i'm gonna go with stafford i wow. i hate this but i gotta go stafford i don't know that if lazar doesn't play like i think the packers are just gonna try and run every time they have the ball and just try and keep the ball out of bill's hands that's gonna yeah. be an ugly game i think stafford's gonna get picked off at least once maybe twice he's gonna get sacked oh, a bunch I mean, he's gonna be awful he's gonna be terrible this week but <laughs> And that's why I don't know how Rodgers gets right. it done. I don't know how Rodgers gets it done this week. All right. Well, I'm taking Jared. Go- I mean, sorry, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Jared so Goffers. Jared Goffers. <laughs> wow. So I have Blake's starting quarterbacks. I have Tom Brady and yes. Aaron Rodgers. So I think Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are, yes, they are going to score more points, not, not have the worst week. <laughs> They're going to have more points than Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford. Do it, do it, do it, do it. I think... I'm hopeful Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford have more fantasy points this week than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Do it, 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 do it. Okay. Who'd have thought that these four quarterbacks could possibly be like the bottom four of quarterbacks like drafted overall? It's pretty sad. It's going to be an ugly week too. This is the NFL. Does anybody get over 20? You think anybody gets over 20 this week? I think Brady's the best bet. Brady's the best bet just because it's the worst defense, but yeah. It'll be it's a crap show. <laughs> Woof. Anyway, a lot of week seven action that we just recapped. We got a lot of previews coming for week eight. My gosh, we got our do it bet. Everything's going on. We got the big game tonight. I need Tommy to be big for me. Maybe the uh, Ravens will have another fourth quarter collapse. And that's when Tommy gets all his yards and touchdowns. Let's go. Could happen. So anyway, until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. Fold it.